I say he's so sweet. I wanna lick the rapper. So I let her lick the rapper. She lick me like a lollipop. We are back with another for your mother. I told y'all it's every day on that ass during this corona epidemic. It's every single day on that ass. I am documenting this shit. We are going to talk about what's going on, bro. 20 years from now, I'll be like, oh, let me listen to them episodes. This damn virus taking us out one by motherfucking one. But it ain't going to take me out. Fuck that, because I'm quarantined, honey. I am quarantined. I'm praying for all the healthcare workers out there. I am praying for everybody that's been infected so far, y'all. Please stay off the streets. This social distancing shit is not a joke. It's not all about you, okay? Stop being so selfish. All right. Well, guys, in this episode, I have my friend Maximilian. He's actually my real friend. Um, we met about four years ago in the musical theater world. So he talks a lot about musical theater and um, acting. He's in a very popular film called Detroit Evolution. And I'm super excited to have him on the show. So enjoy. Just like everybody's fucking but not talking about it. That's why I started Damn, this podcast. That is the real cheat. That's so oh crazy. God, everybody is fucking, but we want to judge God. everybody for fucking. Make it make Bitch, sense. We wouldn't be here without fucking. <laughs> we wouldn't be <laughs> without. <laughs> like, come on. Oh, my God. Okay, so. And if y'all ain't fucking, jump, y'all are masturbating. Let's just jump right into sex talk because, I mean, let's just get it. Absolutely. You know? Why are we wasting time? Why are we wasting <laughs> Maximilian, are you still in, like, a hoe bag? Because y'all listen. Maximilian got the hoes. I ain't never seen nothing <laughs> in my life like what I witnessed. Those three months in, in purgatory. Those three months in hell. Oof. Wolf. I witnessed um, a hoeing that was just supernatural. Uh, the the hoeing. <laughs> um, actually, I did not, uh, this past contract in Florida, I did not sleep with anyone. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> I know, I, I was it difficult? From men. Honestly, we were so fucking busy all the time that it like, yes, of course, sex crosses my mind at least twice daily, but like <laughs> it didn't cross my mind to a point where I'm like, I need it. Or I'm not going to be able to be like a smart functioning person. Like it's not like it wasn't like so primal where I was like, oh shit, I gotta, gotta have sex. Oh, um. <laughs> like, how you, felt like, you felt like you used to be that way? Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like, I mean... <laughs> you were thirsty. I'm going to be honest with you, yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> this is not, like, this is going to sound like a humble brag again, but, like, when I'm, you know, I'm a very physically active person, especially, like, going to the gym, like, five times a week and stuff like that, and that really just makes your libido go through the roof. And, especially um, um, for men. Like, not yeah. as much, but men, it's like y'all's testosterone just be pumping. Yeah, it just gets pumping. And yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> it's something I just feel like I, I, I feel like I'll just say I need to like clear my head once daily. That's what I will say. Because, you know, like, okay, so when I worked <laughs> this, um, I worked at an amusement park last fall, right? And there was a couple that started like fucking and they were like together. And yeah. they, they had, to, he had to buy donuts for her cast because there was a rule. Like if you fuck somebody in a different cast, then you have to buy donuts. Oh my God. I saw, I heard that thing, I think for the first time on this past contract, because it was so funny. Um, one of my cast members, his girlfriend came to see the show. And then the very next night that for the next show, they had donuts in the backstage area. I was like, we, as soon as everyone saw it, we were like, all right, who's fucking. Uh, <laughs> it was amazing and then we were like of course they're fucking it's his girlfriend Duh. so with that being um, said though do you have to ever buy donuts i'm sure you're buying plenty of donuts or are you like fuck y'all mind your business because that's what i would um, say you know honestly imani here's the thing like when it comes to people that know me and uh you know people that i genuinely like care about their opinion in any way like i'm pretty open about my sex life but honestly that's not even true like there are some friends and i i actually had this talk with my friend shane uh on my last contract one of my very best friends and um talking about sex like was not something that we had ever done and like i've known shane for like god 
like almost eight years now. Um, and uh, so talking about sex was just like a, um, you would think that that would be something that everyone, every friendship would talk about, especially at that age range. But we realized that we're like, wow, we've never talked about sex. That's so weird. So uh, weirdly enough, I'm more personal about about it now, especially like given like that past contract and like, you know, people being in my business a lot. Like, yeah, you know, uh, right. people right. love talking about sex and, and people that are having <laughs> sex, especially the people that are not having sex. Those are the people that love talking about other people having sex. <laughs> That's been my experience for sure. Everybody um, and it's just to- like, you know, and there, here's the thing, Amani, you, you would think like, oh, it's 2019, it's 2020, like we're beyond slut shaming. Like, pfft, absolutely not, especially not in, within the gay community. Like that is, it's funny really? because everyone wants to have But that's the most sexual sex. fucking community. Right, like, but dude. then there's still the shame, like if you're a single person. Okay, tell you know, the truth. Having and sex don't with lie. other single people. Yeah, I'm about what, to ask you that? something. A couple of, are you it. single? Yes. Are you on Grindr? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Yo, here's the thing. Grinder next level nasty. Now that's sex talk. Absolutely. No, and that's a gay person telling you that grinder is next level nasty. I mean, there have been so many unsolicited butthole pictures. Like it is oh. wild to me. People won't say a single word to you and there's just a picture of their butthole. And here's the thing. I, I definitely I think I just like any gay man go through waves of having that app. It's like I'm deleting it for like a month and like, I don't want to be around it because it's toxic. And then you get horny um, and you re-download it. Oh <laughs> and, then you, and then you go through another wave of like self-loathing because there's like this weird like shame of being on Grinder as well within the community. Like as okay, as someone hears that question. little sound effect. Yeah, what's up? Okay, because when you're doing it like that, like, because a lot of people are really hooking up on this shit, right? Yeah. Like hooking up is definitely happening. Oh, okay, but this is my question, and it's not even just for the gay community, it's straight people too, like, I just feel like STDs right now is just at a crazy level, and it's not just from having sex raw, that's another thing we need to talk about, STDs, you can suck dick and get herpes, like, absolutely, like, you know, like, (laughs) here's the thing though, it's so, but but here's the thing, Amani, here's like, just like the gun, the the truth about it, yeah, oh, Oh. wrong gun, um, so, (laughs) Condoms are boring during yeah. sex. That's the, I'm sorry. Like, I, I never want to, obviously, I, here's the thing. I, every single time I'm having sex or something, I put a condom on, but not for oral sex. Like, that's such a huge thing, especially for oral sex. Like, no I, one does that. I, and, like, here's I the thing. I, I would love to sit here and tell but, people. Yeah, but you don't want to be hypocritical. You don't want to be hypocritical. Right, exactly. Yeah, I I get it and I understand it. But at the same time, when I tell you I know a person personally who's got herpes from somebody sucking his dick, I'm just saying this shit is real. So do with that what you want. Well, and here's the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. And me personally, I can't speak for the whole gay community. I do hook up off the app for sure. But like, I'm more often chat with a lot of people just like through that or like snapchat or something like that very very seldom does it come to an in-person meeting because to me i have to for me personally i have to vet someone's like energy before i'm like let me actually spend some time with you um, it's not for you. It's attack. not literally like a all right, pull up. Like we're getting it in right, right now. It's right. yeah. You know, You're trying to develop some type of okay. Who are you? At least like yeah. Well, yeah I need to know that after we have sex, <laughs> uh, you're not gonna be just like so boring to be around, or just like rude, or like mean, or like toxic and stuff like that. I need to know that you're like kind of a good person. I don't know. I just wanna. I want to make sure that I could still have a conversation with you before we get to that because the better the energy is before sex the better the sex is going to be so you might as well cultivate that connection before especially if you're just in it for a hookup you might as well make it as good as you can by like at least talking a little bit try to break the ice a little bit it makes it a little better in my opinion everyone does their own thing and that's cool but okay so question um yeah what's up what do you type into your porn search bar (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I should have known better than to come on this fucking podcast. I should have known. <laughs> you know, what? I'm actually literally pulling out my internet search history. Mm-hmm. That's what they all say. Y'all be trying to make up lies. Look, don't nobody ever want to tell the Google truth. Google acceptable responses for this question. <laughs> okay, so I have like I'm very vanilla when it comes to like the things that I'm into as far as like, um, like 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 subjects or like you know foreplay before like porn and stuff like that. I think everyone likes doctors. I think I, I like uh, massages that like go farther. Um, so you like intimacy? Uh, kinda, yeah. But like, you know, but uh, granted there are other times where I just will. Um, Want to see somebody get banged out. Yeah. And just like <laughs> skip directly to that part and just get it done. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it'd be like that. Um, it'd be like that. It just depends on what kind of mood you're in, I guess. The last one was... I actually had a thing for like this is weird like last night it was like uh, de- delivery drivers what <laughs> like, like you know people that like pizza delivery or something like that comes to your door and then like you oh know, you like that oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Like, if, if it's that, like that if it's that their acting have to be really good like it has to look real no but here's the thing imani like that's kind of one of my favorite things about just like sex in general like if you can laugh before sex then like it's always going to be better in my opinion and i love when people are horrible actors in porn because to me i get laughing <laughs> before i actually get like going and to me that's the great greatest start to it i'm like wow this know. person sex is, is next not funny level to me. Bad. sex is a serious matter yeah yeah <laughs> i mean here's the thing <laughs> obviously it's not always laughs and stuff like that sometimes you're just like let's get it done um and let's yeah th- there's I go, I go between both is what I'm trying to say. Like, it, I think that I laugh more and like have more of like an enjoyable time during sex when I'm like actually dating someone. I was about like, to that's say. That's when it gets yeah. more funny. And I've been and in a like, relationship you know, for so long that I wouldn't even, I can't even relate to, you know what I'm saying? Being with somebody. Right, right, right. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you guys together, by the way. I love you too. Such a cute power couple. That's my little boo or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that's my I little boo. Like, I can tell how much he like genuinely supports you. And that's oh my like God. huge for what you, Any for what video, you do. this is what people don't know. As much as I post him, like he does so much behind the scenes. Like any video y'all see of me rapping, he's the one filming mm-hmm. it. Always. Like, oh my god! I didn't always know that. like That's yeah, actually, like everybody. He takes yeah, all amazing. of my pictures. Like he's <laughs> he's Imani, my producer. That just reminds me of your shoot'em music video. And oh like, my god! I just want to take a small moment, and obviously, y'all know because y'all follow Imani that she is an incredible artist as far as like being an amazing rapper. And Thank shit, you. like me, me and my roommate literally just yesterday were like, "Oh, your friend." My roommate was like, "Oh, your friend Imani." Oh my god, she has that one song on my party playlist that I love so much. <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, which one?" She's got like four singles, and he he was like, "Shoot 'em, it's like the best one." But- is great but it's definitely not for the party playlist that's, that's yeah i think that like land of the plug is like the clear choice there in my opinion but no but shoot is good too it's like more of like a it's more of like a party where you're like vibing yeah like, yeah, yeah as yeah. opposed to like a party where you're like dancing and it's shit a vibe like that. it's a different type of vibe. it is like especially if you feel yes. like listening to like some real messaging if you feel like hearing a story it's yeah and that's that. and that's some of the stuff that i've loved the most from you like that like you you know that june 1st is my favorite Aww. um yeah because that was that yeah, means was like so i saw you as a f- much go mm. ahead seriously i mean like obviously you you that, that's the best thing about you amani is that you can write bops but then you also have these songs <laughs> where it's like i am a grown-ass woman who has a story that you need to hear and, Thank you. And, and it was such a beautiful like homage, especially you as like someone who's just now coming out with like a lot of these singles over these past years. It was like a great way to get to know you quickly. Um, that And you know what's so crazy? Yeah. That was my mind frame. You know, I dropped Linda the Plug in June 1st on the exact same day. And that's what mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to drop one without the other. Cause I'm like, I want, right. you know, I want everybody like these. You need to see the range, the diversity. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. And, and so that's I mean, what that's my essential. album will be yeah. literally like half and half. Like y'all going to get these bops, but y'all going to get this real talk too, you know? So absolutely. Yeah. And then hopefully people will, will have so much interest in both that you can go off and make a whole album of just like talent stories and make a whole album of just bops and stuff like that. You, it shows that you really can do it all. And yeah, I'm just really proud 
proud to be your friend. Thank That's you. It. Thank <laughs> you. Y'all, Maximilian was with me in the trenches. Like, when I didn't know what the fuck. We were, y'all, I mean, stuck in a fucking jail cell, pretty much. Mm. It felt like. Absolutely. I mean, and yeah, it was we a... didn't know what was coming next. Maximilian was auditioning, praying. Just Always. We just didn't Always, know what yeah, was coming grinding. next. Y'all have, like, okay, so um, we actually, y'all, recorded a lot of this episode already, but I'm high as gas, and I forgot to hit the <laughs> record button. So... <laughs> This episode um, is actually a lot go longer. Through it. I want to introduce you guys to Maximilian. He is a oh, an amazing friend of mine, and his name is Maximilian, not Max. Because if you call him Max, it's gonna be You're a gonna problem, have a and you gotta do it. Fans coming after you. <laughs> no, no, but being but Maximilian not- is an actor. He is a musical theater star. I actually um, oh. met him from us performing at an amusement park a few years ago. Um, yes, he is very, very talented. And um, thank you so oh. much for coming on. And thank you for not getting mad at me when I didn't record the first episode. Oh, of course not, baby. I love talking to you. So this is, I'm just Aww. happy to be here, like I said. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. okay, so I want to talk about performing at amusement parks. Wow. Okay. Um, so where to begin? Because there? Um, I feel like the idea of it. Okay, and I'm. This can be off the mic, but do you want to talk about it for real? What the like? like do you oh, want no, to be I'd honest to about, about it? Oh, totally. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna. I don't want to mess up no pro- future. Bad. Professional. Uh, I'm gonna be professional, uh, honest, but I'm gonna be honest. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. I feel like on the outside looking in. Um, Amusement parks, it seems like it would be so much fun to be able to perform every day and like for kids and families. As for a performer, getting paid to perform, period, is a blessing. You know, Absolutely. I mean, you know, and so it's it's good money. The money is not bad. And um oh, man, it's some of the best, yeah. The idea of it, you know, is really cool. Mm-hmm. But um the reality when you <laughs> trying to think of how to word it but um it's extremely micromanaged 100 percent, absolutely which can really come off very offensive and annoying to people who are professional to people who like this is what we do like y'all don't have to be on our necks we know what we're supposed to do we get it this is you know like we're all grown yeah yeah, it's such like a high stakes kind of environment because everyone's like so tired all of the time because they're we're performing like at least four or five shows every day. Um, and here's the thing, though: four like, or five shows, y'all, in a matter of like four or five hours. Day. Both of us were yes. doing that, and I was in a fucking costume. Yes. Yeah, thankful. <laughs> well, you know, we both had our different ways because she was in a costume, but I was outdoors you in were winter outside. weather on the stage. Y'all, his um, heels was bleeding. Oh my God, y'all, the shoes they had us in, I'm not naming names, but uh, for one of the contracts, yeah, the shoes literally, like, it w- they were like marching band shoes and we were dancing in these marching band shoes and like pointing our feet and like the back of the shoe would just slightly dig into your heel every time you would dance in it. And after performing the show, like by the end of the run, we had done like 125 shows or something like that. So like, we got like, God, I think like the first week in or something like that. And like, I took off my socks um, after performing and I wore two thick lit pairs of socks to like be, you know, warm against the winter weather. Like it had literally chafed so much in the back of my ankle that like my ankles were bleeding and scabbing um, by the time I walked up the stage. And I, re- I will never forget it. Imani comes to see me because that was one of the nice things about the cast. We were on two different time schedules to where we could both like catch like the first few minutes of each other's shows. Um, and like cheer, cheer them, up, cheer us on yes. because <laughs> I remember. I would like. Issues. I could only stay for your verse. I would go crazy, and then I would have to run back to my y'all. It's like zero degree weather. <laughs> I would go out ready. there and scream for him, and then run and put on a damn eighty pound oh costume. Felt like there was one day. There was one day. It was after I had taken those pictures on the balcony of my ankles, like where I was like literally struggling to get through the shows <laughs> that night. And Imani came to support me, knowing I was in so much pain. She, she, 
I was just about to go into my verse and she like comes over to the side of the stage and literally talks to me while we're performing. Yeah. And it's like, like it's like, like you, I was like, you're in so much pain right now, aren't you? You hate your life. <laughs> I will never forget. This is why he was on stage. I was because like, you are in so much pain, aren't you? I was just talking like, and he knew exactly. Because like I could tell, I could literally, when I could see your shoes digging into your heels. And you can and see they don't my care. like. Well, that's the thing. It's just it, it, <laughs> it all comes down to it all comes down to money, actually, in my opinion. To where like there's just not enough funds to like buy really good shoes. Well, I then you don't have the funds to have performers at your amusement park <laughs> because deep. because you don't care about our health. That's that's the biggest thing. It's like you, you don't understand that the health and safety of these performers. And here's the thing: since that contract, things did improve, and I do have to say that, like the shoes got better, and like I, I've been fine ever since. So they definitely learned a hard lesson for sure, because I'm sure no one was shy about um, talking about that in like reviews. But like, and but I do have to talk about like the like some of the good parts of the theme park life as well you know i have uh, you know being in musical theater and just being a singer in general who puts out weekly content um there has been nothing in my career that has prepared me and given me as much stamina as a singer as theme parks because we do so many shows every day and we work like i remember one yeah one, i was in uh, shape was like be in 10 shape. days straight I'd oh my god we were snatched as fuck yo when i did that doing... carnival when i did i was doing the day shows during the day um i was doing a dance you party. still look amazing and so. then at, oh shit this weight has to come off asap and the corona is stopping me. i'm <laughs> so scared great, baby. whatever Mm, anyways um, I, I know you ha you can look like and i know you want to go for i that was you do look great <laughs> i was nothing i was like i was so snatched that waste <laughs> your body makes no sense when you're active like your your body literally just like sucks right in at the waist but you keep all of your curves mm. but you <laughs> she's like i'm gonna get it back oh she's like God. just you wait it's game over for all you bitches once i get yeah, this I gotta do some at home workouts i'm just it's such a small space that's in here. so hard my podcast is here thing I want to talk about. yeah like it's so hard to be at home and be like shit bitch it's literally up to you to, to work out because once i get to a gym i'm like look at all this equipment that i can use and i follow this like app that i do i'm going to tank for it now for the stage um but anyway yeah i it like guides me through workouts and i'm like Thankfully, on the app, they've like loaded some at-home workouts onto it, but like, uh, it's um, yeah, it's hard to find the motivation, especially in these times where we're already pushing ourselves to be more creative. Um, yeah, <laughs> to be uh, physically active on top of that has definitely been harder for sure, but um, definitely had to get back to it. I want to talk um, about um, because you you're an actor. Um, you mm -hmm. have been in a really popular film called Detroit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Detroit Awakening. Detroit uh, it's, Awakening. It's on, yeah, it's on YouTube right now. We're up to, God, uh, I haven't checked lately, but I think it's like up to 625,000 views. Y'all, um, he's a superstar. He's a superstar. And me. so what I want to ask you, you've grown and now you have like um, a following, a fan base. You have people who look up to you, people who encourage you, people who support you. And yeah. yeah. How does that feel? I mean, because I know I know your grind and I know your story. So I know it just has to feel so amazing. What is up, everybody? I'm so sorry to interrupt the interview, but I had to remind you guys I got merch for sale. That's right. I got some dope hoodies, a crop top, some T-shirts. Guys, right now during this coronavirus, I am out of work. Um... I talk about it literally on every podcast, but for creatives, this shit is hitting me hard. Um, you guys support me the most, so it would be amazing if y'all could support me financially and get yourself something. Shit, I'm not doing a GoFundMe. Like, get yourself a hoodie. Shit, get yourself a t-shirt. All right, thank you guys for the support, and back to the episode. You know, it's... It, it's been incredible. I feel, obviously, I feel so lucky, so grateful for all these people that, you know, um, especially these obviously incredibly talented artists like the, uh, you, you don't really think about that 
um, until you get to a level where you're getting it a lot. But like the fan art from these people is like next level incredible. Like these are these are artists and animators that y'all, should y'all be working in fan major art films. Of me. Make some of me. It'd be amazing. Oh my god, honestly, like they're so sweet. I've literally like I, I haven't done this very many times, but like last time I was like. I was like, let's draw my cat in like a cop uniform, blah, 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 just as a joke like theme for them. And then like literally within an hour I had fan art of that. It was amazing. So of course I could totally get them to do like a a, a drawing for you. I think that would be so cute. We could do that. We'll do a giveaway. We'll do something fun for them. Yes. Yeah, we'll do something. We'll come we'll come up with something. Yeah, do like a shout out video or something. That's what we'll do. Um, But anyway, yeah, so that would be super fun. But anyway, like that process though so it was it wasn't overnight as people think it is i mean obviously the film that film premiered and like we did over the next few weeks slowly start to see our lives get more and more hectic because it was me and michelle who runs the company octopunk media um she wears so many hats that woman is incredible like she is like the writer director editor for every single effect that you see in the film uh her husband austin does the sound um, but she does literally every bit of post-production after that. But anyway, we, um, we watched this like slowly blow up and like, you know, to be honest, Imani, like everyone, if not everyone, but a lot of people wish for fame and wish for like, you know, this following and to have these people that are interested in what they say. And like, I was very interested in that at the time, but like, I could have never guessed like what would have happened, like the amount of DMs, the amount of tags in like, art and like videos that they had edited together like it downright like not kidding at all it made me have like a mental mental breakdown like i i it's so because i am because but they love you for you and that's what's so exactly that's what's so dope about it yeah they really like have a genuine interest like and that's what i've loved about working with michelle it's like yes they're fans of the film but now they've gotten to know me as a person and now they're they're just interested in what I have to say and like, my, you know, like Tunes Day, like the weekly videos I put out and like, um, I, like they're interested in me for me outside of Shout that out to film, Michelle. Do you think nice. she would be interested in coming on a podcast? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I would have to, you, I'd have we'll to give her like we'll listen make, to some we'll of talk. your, yeah, some of your we'll episodes, talk. see like, we'll see if it she'd might, be willing to be It might be a little too ratchet. It might be honest. But see, no, I, but the I thing mean, is, it's, it's I'll tell ratchet. anybody like in my email, I'm like, you don't have to do sex talk. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, if oh, you want to just come yeah, on and we talk about your film. Yeah. Like I'm not, you know, I mean, you're my friend. I think, yeah, she might be very interested in that. We'll see. I'll talk to her. Okay. We'll get it figured out. No worries. Um, No pressure. So, yeah. yeah. So, y'all, that is so dope. I'm so happy for you. And um, I'm inspired (laughs) by you. And just keep hustling. Keep grinding. The grind. The grind. That's just what I want to keep emphasizing. Not only for everybody else, but for myself. Like, this is the time to get it yeah and well and it's like it really is just like a fluke it's a drop of the head it's just like that one opportunity especially as creatives like i mean that that film that short film that like kind of set this like new stage of my career in motion um that was like not kidding at all my 25th submission that month for a project and that just happened to be the one out of those 25 that actually responded and said hey we we were interested let me let's do a callback blah 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 um casting process for that was um actually not very very intense like you know i sent in the sides and uh we had like a video call and you know it was uh she had she gave me like a warning about what social media would be like for me after this film um whole contract like written up it was it's wild but basically like the whole point is what you just said like you've got to keep grinding like as much as we are in an industry of like rejection like you've got to use that as fuel to keep going because if you don't like you're going to burn out so quickly because all these jobs are definitely privileges and blessings but you've got to work your ass off for them and then and once one you thing, get one them thing I you have to say, prove why you deserve them but one thing i will say which is what you do and what i do you have to also build your own brand so that you get Absolutely. to a point that no one can tell you no. You get to a point that your brand and your bag is so secure that you don't, you're, you're not begging and asking, you know you're gonna be yeah. either way, you I, know? I never want an audition or like some casting director to tell me like, oh, I'm sorry, we went with someone because they had like a, like a higher following than you or something like that, and which will still happen. There's still plenty of people that are way ahead of me in terms of followers and stuff like that. But like to have like some sort of presence, 
social people don't realize how much social media goes into casting. Like that is the first thing that they look up is your pages because they need to get to know who you are. So if you put effort into, you know, building that brand and, you know, eloquently being like, Hey, this is who I am. Let me show you in a few videos of mine. Like let me, you get a feel for that person's personality because beyond wanting the talent for the job to do, you know, to play this role or, you know, sing the song or do anything like that. You need to be a person that people want to spend weeks with. And if you don't, if you come off as like unapproachable or like, um, like a tool on social media, then like no one's going to want to work with you. And obviously, you know, if you're not a tool, you shouldn't have to work hard to look like you're not a tool. But like, what I'm saying is like, the more you can brand yourself, in my opinion, and you um, know, give people a glimpse into you. Because a lot of artists, a lot of artists struggle with it. And it's helped me when I, I look at my social media as a business, I run my social media like a business. So when mm -hmm. you take the personal aspect out of it, it helps you look at it more clear. It's like, okay, what is my purpose? My purpose is to, you know what I'm saying? Like promote my content, do my content, have good content, make people laugh. That's my purpose. So everything on my social mm -hmm. media, that's what it's going to be. And even Absolutely. like something I've started to do and it, it makes a difference, all of my colors, I'm starting to do a lot of the same colors. And I noticed mm -hmm. that that grows numbers too. I know that sounds crazy, mm -hmm. but like when I start doing a lot of pinks and purples, it's, it's mm -hmm. easy on the eye. So sometimes even the way you can make your page look can make people more attracted to your page. So That's something I still want to work on is like a theme possibly for the page. Like I know a lot of people that will like for all their photos or videos, it's like crops or where there's like some sort of border around them. Yeah. To where it looks like a, like a literal gallery as you're scrolling through it. So that's pretty... Or just having, like you said, like just themes, like every photo or video that you post has to be in that like color scheme. Um, yeah, there's so many ways to make it um, more appealing to the eye for sure. And like highlight reels are super great on social media as well, because you can post little things that are more personal to you. And yeah. people don't have to go scrolling through your whole page to like find out who you are. They can just go through, oh, look, look at these little highlights. Like, um, yeah, I get to know you a little bit more. Granted, that's that's harder for people uh, like me who have a Patreon because now um, access to you and knowledge about you is something that people pay for. Um, and you know, you know, like now for any like ask me anything that I do on my page, that's something that only patrons uh, on my Patreon page have access to now. And it's um, I know that makes them feel like probably so close to you, you know, because that's right. that's you know like you can have that special access to you, and like it's good because yeah. those you can actually see who's actually supporting you. Yeah, and you know, it, and this is not like shading in in any way. It's just more of like it's. Um, it's incredible. You learn a lot about your fan base just like financially when you um be, when you make yourself uh, accessible via like you know yeah. a Patreon page or something like that, because it's uh you know I have I think like fifty five hundred followers or something like that, but like I only have like fifteen patrons right now, you know, and that's because I I know that a lot of my fan base is not like especially during this time that we're going through right now, Absolutely. Um, having a lot of money to spare. Um, but it's that, but people don't understand that the best part of social media outside of like, you know, making money on Patreon is the engagement. And that's what I have a lot of on my page is people that are actually genuinely commenting on things and, you know, like, um, sending forward compliments and, you know, being really sweet people and, you know, the, the messages that I'll get, get from my stories at the story replies and stuff like that. Like people like really, um, one of the most asked questions now in my ask me anything are, how are you? Like, Aww. like how, and that's, that's really nice to know that people actually, um, have an interest in me outside of being a content creator, because, um, I feel like I, I try my hardest to be authentic as possible on all of my social media, because I don't want any sort of pretense or like, things are much better than they actually are. Um, on my page. No, I feel so like you keep it real. I mean, and that's something I go out of my way to do. You mentioned it yeah. even yesterday when you talked, you were like, Imani, I see you talking about losing your bags. Like, I, I want to be as transparent as possible on Absolutely. every, because I don't want to give off, you know, I don't want to get up. I think that's so corny. People act like, oh, you know, I got this shit. I'm totally like, fine. Oh, Look at this so polished bad. filtered photo of me and no shade like, to those no, people. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you, but... I'm going to tell you I'm broken my podcast. I'm going to tell you I'm broke on my Instagram. I'm going to make a song and say, bitch, I'm broke as hell. <laughs> 
I'm never going to live a life that, I, <laughs> that I'm not that living. Sounds... That's whack to me. That, that's the real L to me. Like, yeah. Like, what are you, Absolutely. who cares? Like, everybody's going through it. Yeah, and why not talk about it? Because here's the thing, the, the biggest thing that, that has uh, affected me mentally throughout all this is, like, feeling like I'm alone in, some, in a lot of these struggles when that's one of the most beautiful things that's, that this coronavirus thing has cultivated is that we're actually all talking as a nation about the well-being of everyone. And, like, that's the first time we've done that in a, in a while. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, people are actually caring, and, like, we're all panicking about the same thing. And, you know, it makes me feel weirdly better that there are a lot of, you know, not a lot of, but like literally the whole world is uh, going through this together and like trudging through together uh, for better or for worse. Yeah, this coronavirus is, um, she's a doozy, you know? Yeah. What are we going to yeah, do with and I, her? She's not invited. I just don't like, understand. She's a bitch. I mean, <laughs> like really, you. <laughs> I've watched so many friends just like, yeah, just completely lose their jobs. And like, and when you're a performer and you lose your job, it's a lot different than going on like a leave for another job. It's like your show's just canceled, and that's it. You yeah. no longer have a job. Like, like me. Um, like yeah, I'm. Yeah, you know? I work on a Thankfully, TV show. The TV show got canceled. I'm done. Like. You should have seen this fucking email I got, bitch. It was like, good luck. Good luck. God, I hate that. Like, good luck to stay alive or good luck to make money or good luck. All of the above, really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Good luck. Yeah, it's. He said, if we come back, he said, if we come back, we'd love to have you back. Good luck. If we come back, God, that's just so terrifying to me. Anyway, I'm not here to like panic more on your show because everyone's already panicked. So like whatever. Listen, God um, is good. And one thing about my God, he takes care of me. So, and and that's one thing, like life prepares you for things. I've been way worse off than I am now. And I've lost way biggest... bigger things than I'm losing now. You see what I'm saying? So right. I like, I and, know I'll you be know, fine. And I feel like you and I also have a really good um, sense of perspective, even when we have like shit that's like going wrong in our lives. Like, you know, we have always managed to be like, but this is preparing us for something better or like some, or here are the positive things to focus on. It could be so much worse. Absolutely. We could be some of those people that are are just straight up dead. Right. Yeah, we could be one of those people that are in the ICU and stuff like that. And that's, that's one thing I do want to touch on a little bit is like, we have, especially in our age group of between like 20 and 30, there have been all, there's so much, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, just stupidity and arrogance happening yeah. within our age group as far as like to being like, oh, fuck it, because I'm not going to be affected. I'm going to be fine. So I'm going to go out to these clubs. I'm going to go out to these bars. I'm going to go to like public beaches and shit like that. And I'm going to be just fine. And like, it, it is so not about you. For once in your life, do not think about you and think about all the other people that will certainly die should you transmit this disease to them unknowingly because you may never even see symptoms but you can transmit it to someone who will literally fucking die and that's someone's grandma that's someone's grandpa that's someone's brother that's someone's son like come on like care about other people and just fucking stay home obviously if you need to get groceries and shit like that that's different you got to stay alive but god you got to care about about the elderly people in our in our society i called my grandparents yesterday um i'm like granny bootsy I said, if you need anything, tell me. I'll go get it for you. I said, I do not want you leaving your house. Don't you dare go outdoors. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, because these yeah. people are fucking crazy, bro. Yeah, like, these people are crazy. just arrogant. Like, you guys yeah. got to – it is – like, that That was one of the my favorite memes that I've seen, like, circulating has been um, – the one that's like your parents, your parents and grandparents were called to war. To war, you're being called to sit on your couch and watch Netflix. This is the least that you can do, and like that's so true. Like we're literally getting told to relax yeah. and rest. I like, mean, well, granted, that's not the case for everyone. But, yeah, but for the most part, we are being told to just yeah, chill and like catch up on some they're TV literally shows, making like, or or this is the time like whatever you've been thinking about doing you hey did you have you been wanting to start a podcast do it dm yeah, me right now you i can get time. you started in literally two days i'll help you like this is the Thank time you. to like be creative this is the time Absolutely. you have you been wanting to get on tiktok and make funny videos do it have fun Absolutely. guys like 
God is literally giving us a chance to sit. The, we always say, oh, my God, I have to work. Oh, my God. I need a vacation. I, I need some time okay, off. And right. now we have it. And now we're bitching. Right. And here's the thing. Obviously, we have very clear reasons for bitching as far as not getting money. Like, that's different. We have to pay our <laughs> bills. But at um, the same time, like, there are, there are a lot of um We're going to see like, if the president really cut the check. If the president cuts that check, are you going to vote for him in November? One thousand percent, no. No, yeah, same here. I w- no, I, but uh, but thank you for the check. But no, yeah, like yeah. no, like I appreciate you being effective, like you're supposed to be in your job. But I never but, liked yeah. you, and I still don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I still yeah. like sorry. Yeah, these fools um, on Facebook talking about, oh shoot, I'm gonna vote for Trump. I'm like, okay, yeah. Uh, so we're just gonna conveniently forget all the other bullshit that he's done just because he's he wrote you a thousand dollar check. Let's not. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. Just because he's been there longer doing the job does not mean he's any better at it. If right. anything, this whole virus thing should open our eyes to, to show how crappy his response has been. <laughs> it's been so delayed. We've been so behind all these other countries that are yeah. like so far ahead of us. And it's just China because um, I think like I think I saw something today. China only said, has one confirmed case left. Or they said like today. North Korea, they're back on their feet. Like their their players are about to come they're back. Fine. Like, yeah, 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 like yeah. so so y'all, it if is we, doable. But yeah, we have if we to, just actually listen. And but you know, they're home. way more disciplined in those countries. Like they're they they just you know that's part of their culture is to pay attention yeah. and discipline, and that's not a part Absolutely. of American culture. No, yeah. God, everyone's just so focused on themselves. They're just like, oh, yeah. I want to have fun. I'm bored. I'm stir crazy in the house. Like they want to protect Whoa. themselves. They want to protect their communities over there. You know, we don't, we don't do that. We just don't care about anyone that's not ourselves here. Yeah, because we're in America and everyone's selfish as fuck. Not everyone. Sorry, that's like jaded, but you know what I'm trying to say. We're we're just a lot more yeah. self-absorbed in my opinion. Y'all just stay inside. Countries. This is not the time to go to the please, bar. It's not the time please. to go to the restaurant. Yeah, just start writing something, get a new hobby, like just play some video games. I don't know, watch some movies, literally just do anything that keeps you indoors and stay active. Like I said, I need to fucking get back on it too. Like be active too. If any, if there is any time in the, in the world where you need to be more physically active, it's now because you need to be boosting your immune system and you need to be staying on top of your health at least Going for a walk would be nice. You can go outdoors at least in that capacity. Walk around your block and then come right the fuck back. But yeah, just try to be, just do anything that keeps you indoors seriously. It's just, it's, you can do this for like a month or two. You yeah. can do this, I promise. When I you see you. Broadway has shut down, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, they're, they're postponed until like April 12th. And that's, you know, that was the big decision that. I know that they enjoying our, the breakdown. Yeah. I know they well, and that was <laughs> that was one of the funniest things that I saw was um someone posted yeah, if the sounds better, they were just like, Oh my god, the voices on Broadway after this month break of vocal rest, baby, they're gonna sound incredible. They're gonna sound better than them cast recordings. <laughs> and that's true. These Broadway performers are worked into the bone, especially nowadays y'all, with Broadway and how y'all have no is. fucking clue. You know Adrian Warren in fucking Tina the musical? Of course. Um, okay, yeah. get, hold on. This is my chance to give a shout out to Adrian Warren. We did a that film together. We did a film you together what? before she was even on Broadway called The Point of Honor. And I oh stand her and I was obsessed with her. And then Dude. she did um, Bring It on Broadway. And yeah, bring it she on, yeah. was incredible. And now she's oh just God, a superstar yeah. and I'm obsessed Dude. with her and I love her. She's insane. And I'm so glad she's getting the rest she deserves because if you didn't, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but the past few performances, she's been like in an ankle brace, like still slaying. Are you she says, Is she, she okay? Her, like her body is ripped to shreds from this oh, role and she's still pushing. Her she's still pu- pushing. Nuts. She's still going. I mean, granted she has the access to like the best physical therapy and like, you know, all the best. Like, I know, but I want her to be okay yeah. though. She, I know. So this will be perfect because she'll have a nice month off That's of true. that show and then she can come back swinging. I really want to go see break. it. I want to go for my birthday. Yeah, she is. You, you, if you liked her and bring it on her in this show, she is like that woman is an icon. There is no one that sounds like her. There is no one that dances like her. Like she, 
she is I, I stand Adrian Warren 100% I have since bring it on I stand but her but I really stand her because I met her so before she was talented. like famous and I well, she, her. so I'm assuming she was she seems like she was super nice and chill Oh, was she was she was vibe? so sweet. Like, I mean, when I met yeah. her, she was incredible. And so I just yeah. always had followed her since then. So like just to see mm-hmm. her come up is so inspiring. She's yeah, an incredible she woman. Hard. And like yeah. I really look up to her, especially her being a black woman, like like playing just Tina thriving. Turner. Like, come thriving. on. What if she I want her to win the Tony Award next year for that? I, I know she's gonna get nominated, but like she should win. I'm I I've watched videos on YouTube of her like she's dancing in like the God final body. curtain thing yeah. with a fucking well yes, God body, but also like literally in her heels for her costume in an ankle brace mm-hmm. in those heels and fucking killing it. Just like <laughs> not missing a single beat, like just immaculate. She's we. I could just spend this whole hour talking about her. Honestly, <laughs> her Me singing "Riverdale Mountain High" is oh like my god. Sister. I'm gonna <laughs> put a link. I'm gonna put a link underneath this so y'all can see. Um, For the Adrian Warren stands. Yes, but okay. Yeah, so she uh, is the epitome of black excellence. She is everything. We love you so much. But let's talk Absolutely. about Broadway. Anyway. Let's have some Broadway talk. Because I don't know okay. if I've ever told you this. I don't know if I've shared this with you. But mm. you know, one of my dreams in life, I want to put hip-hop on Broadway. Absolutely. And like a lot of people say, well, Hamilton is on there. Yeah, Hamilton kind of, but I know, but real, real hip-hop, real rap on Broadway. Like to be the first, like, that's my dream in life. I already have a concept for what, for like the whole outline Ooh, and everything. That's exciting. And so I'm like, you know what? Like right now I have a million things going on, so I don't have the time to give it. Of course. But and Hamilton took like eight years to get to you know where it is. I think more um, than that. Well, he's been grinding for a long time in the heights, you know, like yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Lin Manuel Miranda, that's another whole other story. I'm not in a rush. We're gonna start small. We might do some little small little, you know, some little local theaters. Of course. From the ground up, baby. Like, like you're gonna everything be rapping, we do in life. Maximilian? You're going to be rapping? I'll do it for you. I'll do it in your show. I'll do it. <laughs> Write me some bars. We'll have some fun. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Maximilian, yeah. thank you so much for coming on. This has been yeah, incredible. This has been wonderful. I feel like um, sex talk wasn't long enough, though. I mean, we can keep. But going. I don't want you. I don't want you to have to get too dirty, though. You know, you have some young fans. So I mean, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I should probably. Not. But, um, <laughs> I think that we've. I mean, what we talked about still is relevant for them too. I mean, at least I don't. I don't have a lot of. Um, I feel like I. The, a lot of my fan base is actually female, for the most part. Oh, like, okay. That age range too. Yeah. Um. And I've actually been really privileged to find that a lot of the people in my fan base are in the LGBT community in some way. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's that's been one of my dreams for the longest time. Okay. I have a question because you, okay, you identify as gay, Mm -hmm. but you play straight roles in movies and shows. Um, Yeah. So that's uh, Detroit Awakening was like kind of like, there was nothing about attraction whatsoever in that movie. It was just, just a, it, it's an Android character. Um, there was nothing, uh, you know, romantic or sexual in that, that one. Um, and we decided in the feature film, and this is not like a spoiler or anything that, um, the character, his name is nines, um, is asexual actually. Oh, um, okay. But is, but is gay. Um, so it's like, um, there's, a, it's just such a, spectrum of got it got um, it okay got it got it got it so he goes through but, it yeah got it. yeah there's a there's a there's a romance in the feature film but there's not uh nothing regarding sex is mentioned it's just um I'm, i think that's important um i'm glad that y'all are um creating content evolved around these type of topics because a lot of people are still ignorant as to what's gay yeah. as to what is asexual like you would be surprised yeah. as to how it, it, you know an, there's such a spectrum of people it's like you know it, and that's why it's you know it, it's so beautiful that within our community we have all these like labels to like further identify ourselves. but then i also have this like not this theory i guess a kind of theory that like it, it, it kind of helps otherize us more though to have these labels um and makes us feel more detached from you know the community as a whole, I feel sometimes, 
not as a general rule, but um, just sometimes I feel like I can, we get into all these labels and that further makes us marginalized to put us in these groups, I guess. But that's a whole nother talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, well, especially sure. asexuals, they don't get, um, like if you, I, I, I challenge you to name any sort of asexual role like that has just been in any movie of like right. that we've watched ever really in our lives. Yeah, There's no, nobody. and that's, I honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I was ignorant because I didn't even know what asexual was until like eight months ago. Like yeah, I literally a, never even heard of it before. So, I mean, it's yeah, important just to have also mediums. A spectrum too, yeah. It's just important to have mediums that talk about it in that way. So, and you, so you yeah. do believe gay is a spectrum? Um, well, I was thinking more referring to asexual as a spectrum, but I think that you know, there's the whole Kinsey scale um, theory <laughs> as far as that goes. As far as what like is the. That? You, so it's like a, a number system. I might be uh, explaining this wrong a little bit, but it's like a number system from one to six, I think. And so like, I think one is completely, um, completely heterosexual um, and two er, and six is completely uh, homosexual. And then there's a spectrum between, between those numbers where it's like, um, like I think two on the Kinsey scale would be like, um, I'm completely heterosexual, but I can still find uh you know like men attractive but i don't want to kiss them or like have sex with them i just like i'm talking about a man being heterosexual i can still find them attractive but not want to act on it and then it goes like more i want to act on it i find both sexual like i think three or four is bisexual um anyway it just shows that sexuality is a spectrum uh, for sure (laughs) and obviously i feel personally like 100 percent gay like i you know i I know that i'm just i know that i just uh sexually and relationship wise like uh, men but um there's also um there you know obviously you know bisexual and asexuals are something that's so under underrepresented you know in life and people don't talk about them and think that they don't exist because they're phases to something else or they're not real um i want to talk about something and if it's too touchy we don't have to no, go for it. Closeted men. Yeah, let's go for it. Do you feel like men who out here presenting like they have girlfriends and they're living like a straight public lifestyle, but they're actually dealing with gay men, you know, in real life? I feel like you have seen this a million times. I know I've seen this a million times. Like people who mm-hmm. are actually, you know, like <laughs> we've seen that shit that yeah um it's absolutely um it's hard to generalize the topic because everyone has a reason for staying in the closet for as long or as short as they want um but do you think lots of times it's yeah i guess what i guess what's no no no, what, what what specifically i guess is your question my question is the reason okay the reason they don't come out obviously is because probably the women are homophobic and and because i say that like if if a man if, if, if i'm in a relationship with a man and he comes out to me most women especially in the black community is not going to want to be with him no more and that's the truth of it so they have to live you these say, secret you say lives they come out as okay, bye if they say out, if they come yeah, out and say you know what i'm bye. saying like i like men even some men right now are getting um people are mad at them for wanting their assay. It's, you know, you know, like that's, that's some real shit. Like, well, that's the biggest thing that's, um, I feel like we've built as a society is like, uh, especially for men, like denying the very real, um, like biology of your body basically. (laughs) Um, and where there are certain pleasure centers and stuff like that. And there's nothing inherently gay or straight about accessing all the parts of your body that give you pleasure. And I think that, um, I can't speak what this is like, uh, within your community, but I feel like I, there's like definitely a stigma in general that I feel for straight men as far as like, Oh my God, don't, don't, don't touch my ass. Like don't do anything with that. Oh my God. It's like really, it's like a terrifying fear thing. Even this conversation, this conversation is going to make a lot of my listeners uncomfortable. And I already know that, but it's, 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 it's it's the truth and it's really happening. Y'all it's really, it's a lot of straight men out here 
dealing with gay men in the closet and the reason is because we're going back to that okay no but it's it's all because to me it's all the same thing the reason that y'all are doing this is because if you present it to your people your people will look at you differently and judge you and i don't think that's fair i don't think that's right well no i i completely agree with you but i think there's also a lot more to it as well like um you know i personally know someone who stayed with a woman had two children and that that are now like close to my age now um and then you know within his like 50s came out and like started living life as a gay man after he already had two daughters and a wife for that long and it's there's there's a religion based thing there as well that i feel like that that feels it you know um lots of uh there's lots of religion, at least people's interpretation of religion right. that I feel I, absolutely. Um, obviously makes gay people feel like they're sinners. Some, and, yeah, know, they, that they is should, a part of it. Should rot in hell. You know, lots of, you know, there, there are lots of people that feel that way. And uh, especially at a young age, whenever, uh, whenever you're being bullied constantly at, at a young age, uh, and one of the go-to insults is like faggot or, you know, like queer or anything, any number of those uh, slurs used for this gay man you you people learn from a very young age that gay is bad and so it's something that is be it, it should be insulted um you don't you don't you're not born thinking that gay people are disgusting or like if you are one you're going to burn in hell or like right you are you, there's something wrong with you because you're gay like it is everyone has i guess what i'm trying to say everyone has a different reason for staying in the closet um and most of it is usually based on fear um and i can't really uh it's hard to talk generally about the subject because everyone has a completely different reason for why they stay in the closet um obviously like yes we have the problem with people um coming out as bi um within their relationships because even the knowledge of knowing that uh you are attracted to men even though you're fully committed to someone. Because it was this whole, do you remember that argument? Do you remember that argument? See, you're not in a black community, but there there was this big thing where (laughs) people were like, if you, if if your man has sucked dick before, does that make him gay? Like if if he sucked dick one time, you know, like. That's like bisexual erasure, I think, number one. That, 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 this talk like that, like just makes it further. That makes it seem like so bisexual, yeah. But also experimentation is a huge thing that I, and tell me if this is wrong, but I feel like experimentation on either side of that is like frowned upon maybe in the black community. Absolutely. Like someone could totally suck a dick before. Yeah, yeah, anything. anything anyone, anyone can totally suck a dick before, but some people suck a dick and they're like, "Wow, this certainly is not for me. I'm definitely right. straight." If he doesn't, he's but, like, "Okay, no." But that then wasn't, if yeah, but then if he ever tried it, that makes him gay. It's like, no, I just wanted to know for sure, right. and I wanted to give it a go and something like that. You know, it's it, there's it, it's such like a they, they just talking. You just like talk talking absolutes. It, it seems like. I just feel like um, people where are it's just, just like it has to be one or the other in general honestly. yeah and I, and that's not just a that's clearly not a like a black community uh, or a sexuality people in general it's just we just once have again this you're just selfish and you just yeah it's like it's who just cares? a self-absorbed thing if my thing is if it's not for yeah. you if that's fine if it's not for you if you're saying imani listen i really just don't want my man some i like i'm not into feminine men i like a really masculine man mm-hmm. You know, like, that's what attracts me. But I'm not about to judge another person for, you know, what they want. That's just not, I just hate that. Well, and that's that's a whole other topic, too. Like, the whole concept of masculine versus feminine. Because that's a huge, huge, huge factor in the gay community. Masculine mm. versus feminine. Humongous. Like, mm. it is, to be feminine really? in the gay community is, oh, absolutely. Like, Amani, you know that whole term, mask for mask? You've heard that, right? <laughs> Have you not heard that? What does that mean? Like, like, like I'm a masculine for masculine, like looking, I'm a masculine man looking for a masculine man. Oh, wow. And that is a huge toxic term within our community of gay people because it's like, because then the conversation becomes number one, uh, what is wrong with being feminine? Like what, 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 uh, obviously if you are a straight woman and you're dating a man that I guess, I guess, uh, I was to about to say, am I toxic? No, <laughs> you're not toxic. toxic. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying, no, you're not toxic. I'm saying like the, the talk, I guess, should be more specific as far as like, what is masculine versus feminine? And w- if we boil down those traits, 
that we find one or the other, we'll realize that they are neither. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, okay, so like, okay. so we talk about like feminine and I think a lot of people, um, feminine can be just like high pitched voices or like more just like expressive in their movements, like just like how they talk with their hands, like, or their mannerisms in general, like how they walk and stuff like that. Um, if we boil that down more simply though, it's like, okay, so they are expressive with their hands. They have a higher pitched voice. They walk with more sway in their hips. If we look at it more of like a scientific, like studying people thing, we realize that masculine and feminine is something that we have created as a society. <laughs> well, read like, the fuck out have, of me. No, I'm just saying like, and this no. is not just like a read, a read towards you. It's yeah. in general, like we, this is a talk that needs to be Like had when you really had a conversation. The world just, yeah. is, it's the conversation between what is masculine and feminine and why are those things unattractive to you? Mm. And here, and the thing is, mm. the thing is, the, the feminine, if you boil it down, is just like, it reminds me of a woman. And therefore, you as a straight woman, you're not attracted to women in that way. Mm. And so, <laughs> gotcha. therefore, you're not attracted to that man because he reminds you of a woman. Gotcha. Um, but, <laughs> um, yeah, but I guess it's more of just like a, uh, yeah, it's just, a, we. that's the talk that I feel like we need to be having is, yeah, what is masculine and versus feminine? And why do we crave those? You are so intellectual. Oh my God. <laughs> Y'all, Maximilian <laughs> is incredible. You really truly are. I just, uh, well, we, I mean, in my community, I, I guess I have more of access and a t like more a, uh, like an exposure to these talks because it is such a prevalent part of our community. Like we are always talking about like masculine versus feminine because uh, gay men are taught to be more masculine because um, because yeah, being feminine is not desirable, uh, especially oh, wow. within our community. Um, I always see like, like the top and the bottom, you know, like those jokes, like mm. yeah. um, on to, yeah. on Twitter, like um, do you think you should feed your bottom? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, and that's the biggest <laughs> thing. Like, the the, the mas masculine for masculine <laughs> thing. Okay, the reasons why we are on this app like that we're like grinder and stuff like that is lots of times i mean there are plenty of people looking for a relationship and it has worked out for a lot of people but for the most part i would call grinder a hookup app so you're saying you're here for a masculine or a feminine guy or like you don't like feminine people like um the biggest there's also a lot of like racism within our community as well unfortunately. Oh, wow. um just like like uh no like one of the most notorious profiles I've ever seen have been like no fats, no femmes, no uh, blacks, no Asians, and like so. What you're like wanting is a chiseled white man. Like that's yeah, and people will say that shit and be like, oh, it's just my preference. I'm like, no, you're racist as fuck. Like that's just what it is. You just don't know how to admit that within yourself. You're just racist. You don't no blacks what the fuck is wrong with you like seriously like you need to ask yourself that because question. listen why this the I... maximilian he be getting all the black dick okay <laughs> i've seen i've seen it you with gotta my, look at people i've seen it with my own <laughs> eyes <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh i mean nothing wrong with it like you said no people of are course people. not yeah. love is love yeah and you know i just feel like you you are definitely i will all i will say is that you are closing yourself off to a world of opportunity if you do not explore <laughs> other races that's all i will say about that <laughs> i took the money out not a world of opportunity <laughs> absolutely it's a it's uh oh, maximilian I mean, but, but, it has you know, been, oh go ahead boo oh no you're fine no there was nothing Oh no, I wanted to Damn, I Oh no, 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 you're good. I was just saying it's um you know, it's hard to be like, oh, it's completely different. It's hard for me to say like, oh, it's completely different like with a black man or blah 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 because like boiling it down that simply makes it feel like I'm erasing the rest of their personality and just boiling it down to the fact that they're black. What That's I'm some real shit like, because there is a difference of um because there's a fetish seem, there's yeah fetish yes like a fetish thing absolutely and that's the thing and I don't, I don't want to feed into that whatsoever it's just you know I don't want to no you don't, don't it's not even that because you don't good or bad, you, I guess. because you really don't even look at it like that 
You're literally. Yeah, but saying, I also okay, don't want to be cool one of those person. people. I'm attracted to this but person. It's hard to say I don't see color because that's that's dumb. That's not like, the that's, truth. That's either. that's just not true. You, yeah. Everyone sees color. It's just a matter. Of, yeah, I don't. I think you just so like wanna... what you like, and I'm right. Exactly. I've seen, but see, like I've you, seen you, you be with different people. Yourself. You've been with people of all different types as well. Not only races, but you, you, mm-hmm. you have, you know, like you give, you give love a shot. I've seen it. Yeah, I just, I, I, like I said, you know, when I was talking earlier before about like, you know, like before hookups and stuff like that, trying to get to know someone or whatever. It's like, yeah, I need to if I if I happen to get to know someone that I planned on like maybe just hooking up with or whatever, and then like there's a humongous chemistry there then shit that might be my next boyfriend who knows you know i've been single for wow um like at least three and a half years now and um you know it's been uh you know little flings here and there i guess but like uh it's been wonderful and you know i i don't plan on getting back in a relationship until it's with someone that's incredible and you know one of those people happened to be a black person and you know that's just about the people that i you know fell what for it is, period. yeah absolutely you deserve it well um yeah. tell these people where they can find you on social media okay so you can follow me at, at maximilian coger on twitter and instagram and they you will can also be find um, me on- in the description below Yes. You can also find me on Patreon if you want to support me. I have a $3, $15, and $25 tier. Um, And any contribution helps, especially during this time. Um, And you can just find that at patreon.com slash Maximilian Coger. Period. All of that will be in the description, y'all. This is my friend, my love. I'm so glad that you had a mic. Isn't this fun? We're going to have to do this again. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Wait. When you um when it's time to promote your show, that'll be a good time. We'll figure it out. Oh, but we have yes, to do, we're gonna do the yes. art giveaway. The the giveaway. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then we'll just we'll do the that. giveaway on here. That's what we'll do. Oh my god. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We need to get that together. That'll be that'll be something really fun. All right. Thank you guys so right. much. This is Lick the Rapper Pod. Love you, Imani. Love you more. Mm-hmm. Shawty wanna fuck Bottles in the club Shawty wanna hump You know I like to touch Your lovely lady love Yeah Okay, the mama had a swag like mine She even wear a herd on her back like mine I make her feel right when it's wrong like line Man, she never had a love like mine But man, I ain't never seen a ass like her That pussy in my mouth had me lost for words so i told her back it up like burp burp and i made that ass jump like jerk jerk and that's when she she, she, she licked me like a lollipop